What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Men in the Arena podcast. It's been about two weeks since I made my last episode, and I'm excited to share some new thoughts and new ideas with you guys today. Today, I'm going I'm to talk about books, nature, and then vibrations. So these are just things that I've been thinking about over the last couple weeks. Another update um, as far as my pitching goes, my my season goes. We are headed into the last stretch of our season. We got about a month left, uh, a month guaranteed left. If we make it to the postseason or regionals, then we would play in June. However, we are only guaranteed up to the conference tournament. So we have this weekend at UNCW in North Carolina. Then we'll drive to Maryland, play there for a midweek game, and then drive to William & Mary, and then finally fly home to Northeastern for the last week against Charleston. So we got about three weeks left. We're about to go on a 10-day road trip tomorrow, and, and I'm excited to see how it all unfolds and plays out. So first I'll talk about books, and books have been something that I've got into in the recent years. Not a long time ago, I, I didn't used to read all the time. It was really my senior year where I started working on my mentality, my mental health, and my mindset that I started to dive into books. And, and I had no idea where to start, but I just picked up one book and got some recommendations and podcasts recommended some books and, and I took it from there. So every time I hear a book recommended a few times, I'll look into it and add it to my book list on my computer. And then if a friend has a book that they're reading or they like, I'll take a picture and add it to the book list later as well. The books that I read are more, I guess they would be considered self-help or spiritual and anything that I feel that can further my knowledge and further my progression in my life in baseball. I try to kind of gear myself towards those type of books and I, I try to gravitate towards those types of books because I feel like those are the ones that um, I I find interesting and, and my curiosity peaks when I'm reading that type of genre. So I don't have a specific genre that I need to read, but that's the kind of type of book that that I like right now, and and that'll change as I grow older and mature even more. But whatever whatever type of genre you like, I would definitely recommend just reading a book. For me, you know the the books just bring knowledge. They're, the authors of these books have had years of experience, years of study, years of working and being an expert in that field. So they work you know, could be upwards of 10 to 20 years on these books. Some, some aren't that long or some don't work that long to, to publish them and to write them. But these guys, these, these authors, they work on these books and, and give them to anyone who wants them. You could reach them anywhere in the world. You can type in on Amazon or go to the bookstore or whatever and, and get your hands on these books and get your hands on this knowledge that these guys have worked hard to produce and hard to get out to you. So there's no reason not to get a book, right? It's just like five or 10 years that you can read in a month or a week, depending on how fast you read. So there's really no downside to reading a book. If you don't like it, throw it out, do whatever you want to do. Don't read it. But there's no downside to buying a book and reading it. Like that's probably the best investment you can make into yourself. And it's only 20 bucks sometimes. Maybe there's expensive ones that are 50. For the most part, the books that I've been reading and, and purchasing have been 15 to $25. So not that big of a deal, not that big of a purchase. And I find that it brings me a lot 
a lot more down the road in knowledge than that price I pay at the beginning. And another thing I'm talking about books, right? It's, it gives you different views and biases. So if you're watching one news station or you're getting your information off from one, let's say newspaper, like the New York times, or honestly, I don't read any newspapers. I don't watch the news. I don't, um, interact with that kind of media. So I'm not well versed in that sense. So I'm not aware of, um, what biases those types of articles or websites may bring, but the author has their own bias, right? So you could read, if you have one book or sorry, excuse me, if you have three books on the same topic, you can read the same topic and get three different views on that topic and three different biases on that topic. So you can figure out your own opinion, your own beliefs, based on that information that you were given. So I think that that's a very useful tool and an unbelievable resource for anyone in this world. And the last thing I'm going to talk about books and, and why I think they're so helpful is it's a meditation. If you're not into meditating or you're not into taking time to sit by yourself and be quiet and still this, this act of reading makes you, it forces you to become still. It forces you to take in the knowledge. And when I read sometimes, even my, my mind is still racing, but I have to bring it back to center and bring it back to the task at hand, which, which helps me focus and helps me in baseball too, because that's going to happen in baseball. My mind's going to wander and I got to bring it back to the center of attention, which is that book. So, you know, it gives you time to sit down alone and, and be quiet and just slow down and wind down. So that's why, you know, I love reading before bed it it allows the body and the mind to calm down and obviously that's depending on the genre I don't read a lot of you know crime or action books so if you're reading those then maybe your heart rate and your body will react differently to that type of genre and that type of information you're consuming but for the most part if you're reading a relaxing book or a non-fiction book when you when you're getting into bed it's it's helping you set a schedule and a sleep time schedule helping you improve your sleep and and allowing you to to get ready to recover and reset for the next day that's that's all i really got on books now i want to move into nature and it's a topic that i've touched on here and there every once in a while but i really 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 find nature to be kind of the answer to to a lot of problems and I find it to be the solution. So, you know, nature itself knows the laws and the rules of the world of the universe. We don't go out in nature and and set rules. The the world makes us adapt, right? We can't control the weather, we can't control avalanches, floods, etc. The nature, the world knows what we need, right? you can't control a hurricane, you can't control a tornado. It is the raw power and the raw force of the world. You can't handle it. You you cannot handle nature. You just have to adapt and adjust to it. And, you know, if you, you walk outside, right, this is an exercise that you can do whenever just to, to test this out. You know, nature holds the key to stillness. It, hi- it has a higher energy than us and, and we can absorb this energy from it. Like we all have energies when we walk around, how we interact, how we create energy differs from person to person, but we can all absorb the nature from the, the energy from the nature. And if you go outside, right, 
just think about this. You walk outside and, and what are some differences that you feel? To me, you know, I feel the difference in light, the real light, the real sunlight, the vitamin D and all the other things that the sun brings rather than just staying inside and being in artificial light. You can actually feel the difference. You feel your mood change. You feel your body change. You feel the physical reactions like the, because it's natural. It's what humans have been doing for thousands and thousands of years. So another thing, right? If you're in, if you're in water, if you're in a pool water, chlorine, you, you can feel the difference. You, it, it feels artificial. It doesn't feel real. When you go in a river, a lake, a, the ocean, whatever it, it heals. You can, you can feel it. You can feel the different energy. You can actually feel it. And it's a hard, hard feeling and experience to describe, but we all know what it feels like to be in something real than artificial. Same thing with, you know, the grass, or the dirt, when you're walking around on the wood tiles or excuse me, the wood or the tiles inside, you know, that it feels different than walking around in dirt and grass outside. You know, that the relief that soothing feeling you get when you walk around outside in bare feet or in the sand or on pebbles or whatever there's a difference you know there's a difference and and why fight it the last thing that i wrote down about nature is is the air you you feel the difference in the air you feel the crisp the crispness the realness inside it kind of maybe feels a little stagnant and it's not moving around but outside you got all this space all the wind the the air is just fresher obviously this depends on if you live in a city or in the country and the air quality but for the most part when you're outside you can feel the difference in air you can feel the difference in oxygen you can feel how it how it enters your body and how it changes the feeling and the emotions inside your body that's all i got for nature and this kind of this next next topic vibrations relates to nature as as all of us and nature itself have vibrations right everything and everyone around us has vibrations and you know the mainstream thing to say is is vibes and and that might be you know the cool thing to say now but it vibes is really vibrations like it's a real thing i know it's a funny thing like good vibes or um some sort of vibes right you're you're always saying vibes but that's vibrations like you can feel those vibrations so when you have a good mood and somebody's like damn bro this is vibes like yeah that's the vibrations, right? You can you can feel it. It's like a radio frequency, and we, we pick up on these things. So it's it's not a physical thing, and it's a hard thing to describe, but these vibrations, we, we know, we can tell when we feel them, right? Everybody has vibrations. When people have good vibrations, and like, again, we'll use the word good vibes, these these rub off on us when somebody has good vibrations you can feel it rub off to you it's something that they can give to you you can receive it's not a physical state of being but it's something that can be transported from person to person from object to object we share these vibrations to other people if one person has good vibrations and they give it to you right you can feel the vibrations you start to have a better energy you start to have a better aura and charisma and whatever confidence about you you then feel good so you share that vibration to the next person the next person and it multiplies and it exponentially grows so that's what it is that's what vibrations are right and you can also have negative vibrations right you can take away from the vibe you can come into a room and shut it down you can take the energy away suck everything out of it and diminish it but that's that's a real thing and I, I think that the more I grow and the more I am around people and teammates, I understand, 
you know, when someone walks in the room, how does it feel? How does the energy level change? And, and I'm more aware of how my presence interacts with that vibration level and that energy level. So I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> like, uh, I'm still learning how to do all this stuff. So when I talk about it, don't, uh, take it with a grain of salt and don't think that I am the king of all these topics and beliefs that I had. Like I'm constantly reworking and, and trying to figure out ways to better my own energy, my own path and my own decisions. So I'm not perfect. I don't make good decisions. You can ask anyone I live with. You can ask my friends. There's always mistakes that I'm making, but I'm continually trying to get better and better at them. The question that I wrote down that I think would be helpful for everyone is how do you create vibrations? Like, okay, great. We want to be good at vibrating, right? We want to be having this great spiritual presence and essence about us. So how do we, how do we do that? How, How do we make that an actionable step? So again, books, nature, it's, it's these simple things, meditation, yoga, lifting, music. Now, when I say music, I'd be cautious about what specific things you're listening to because if it's the songs that the mainstream people are listening to the sadder songs you can take those lyrics and they'll be instilled in your brain and that's how you'll start to see the world and how the narrative will play out for you with those specific lyrics and and songs but if you can have songs with good meaning and and good lyrics behind them then that's another way to powerfully use your own energy and the song's energy to bring you to a higher state of being. We all know what creates the vibes. We all know what creates good vibes, like being outside, playing baseball, doing something you're passionate about, moving, exercising, having stillness, and and just having a clear mind. Like We all know things that create our own desired vibration, our own desired vibe, so do them right? If you like to do something, that's going to create a high vibration to you. Like if you like to go outside and read or write, that's going to create your vibration. That's how you create your vibration. It's unique to every single person and it's individual preference. There's also ways to kill your own vibe or kill your own vibrations. And that kind of thing is like gossiping, social media, comparing yourself, you know, watching the news every morning, watching things that are just bringing negativity and hate into our lives, making the excuses and complaints for why things aren't getting done. All these things create negative vibrations and take away from where we're trying to go and what we're trying to do. So the last thing I'll leave you with is try to produce and and create more than you consume because when you're creating and producing, you're able to share the vibes to other people. You're able to create your own vibes and strengthen them as you share them to others. And it's not bad to consume. You can consume others' energy. Just make sure that you're being aware and intentional with what energy you are consuming because in the end, that's going to determine whether you are on the path to where you want to go or not.